And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or Bordy, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If his number one choice doesn't double, double. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Banksy of the Basketball Blokes and we're here for round three's edition of the Captain's Podcast with Banksy, celebratory uh, episode I think we're going to get this week. Banksy, if you didn't listen to the main podcast, currently uh, second in the universe and that probably had a little something to do with your captain choice last week, mate. Yeah, I think it made all the difference. Um, Backing X in um, after that 29 in round one and... um, rewarded the faith that's it so next week a little bit of housekeeping this is the last time we'll be saying g'day viewers or listeners this will be on youtube as well if you want to check that out next week we're going to be saying g'day patreon supporters so um it'll be of course if you're one of our original og tier supporters or five dollar banksy's captains tier or the stats pack tier uh you will need to be signed up for that to continue to get this podcast and then we have Worked on a couple of little things here for this week. We're kind of workshopping on the fly, but uh, happy for any comments on or ideas on the Discord chat because it's going to be all about great Australian captains. That's what this pod's going to be. Um, and I'm going to be it. able to keep Banksy accountable and we're going to start off with a not-so-great captain in Captain Hindsight. There is no task too large for Captain Hindsight. <laughs> all right. Very nice. Captain Hindsight, Banksy, last week you're, you went with the top three. And we're going to I focus did. on your number three and number two. So how did they go last week? So Bryce Cotton coming off that huge 91 in the single in round one. Couldn't match that in two games, unfortunately. So Cotton with the 77 across the two. And we're going with number two was mm-hmm. um, Derek Walton Jr., um, Probably thought he might have gone a little bit bigger, but okay. moderate score of 86 was our number two there. Well, credit to you there, mate. Um, I know when we were live on the podcast, going through Cotton's numbers, and I'm thinking, you're really going to peg Walton ahead of Cotton? And you did it, and you had that in the right order. But accountability, it's what we're all about. We had Pinder and Alan Big Source Williams were the others to crack 100 points for the round, and they would have been better captain options. We did discuss Source a little bit, but uh, Pinder is one that you're going to have to treat with a little bit more respect going forward, okay? Agreed. Right under the radar there. Um, We're going to have plenty more weeks with Pinder on the single, so you won't have to worry about that so much. But each week, I want to focus on how you did with your number one selection, okay? And this is obviously where it's at. So week one, right? We're going to do a bit of catch-up here. You had Majet as your number one option. He finished third for the mm-hmm. week so pretty good and that qualifies for the paddy meals the rose gold but uh it's time to bring an olympic medal home back to our country australia so i can hang it up at mum and dad's house i cried <laughs> good i cried just cutting that clip it brought tears to my eyes um so third in week i'm not too bad now look i haven't come up with a clip for second or third to do with an australian captain yet um Obviously, we have Captain Cook, who's probably a little bit too political to discuss on such a podcast. So just for this week, I'm going to play this. Let's talk about that dunk. Can you talk me through that dunk, please? Oh, man, I got him. He came late. I love Arthur to death, but I got him, man. I got him good. Came out to play. Stay out my way. Do we let it pop? No, let it go. I 
gave it to us. He gave it to us all right, 116 points, and that was with the nine rebounds in that second game. I know you were, like myself, just <laughs> counting down for that 10th rebound, and there Mate. was a couple of opportunities there. There might have been maybe a, a, a tip awarded with a rebound, or there was one I think he was there pushed was in the back on a defensive board. Yeah, where so he was... so bizarre as a fantasy, <sighs> fantasy watcher, and... If you're listening to this, you know this feeling. The nine really mm-hmm. bound. You were just watching this guy up the court one way, up the court the other way. You were just hoping for that 10th rebound, and it was absolute blowout. There was no other reason to watch that game unless you got lots of Kings players. But, yeah, um, look, 116 for the round. Number one for your number one. Could have been 130. Could have been very close to 130. Um, but well done. You are on the podium with the rose gold. X gave it to you I'll last take week. It. Um, let's see who we've got for this week. Now, uh, going to be a very crickety thing. Seems lots of Australian cra- <laughs> captains, uh, uh, cricketers in, uh, that I've been able to use as puns. Now, um, one particular Australian captain I want to feature each and every week will be this man. And Alex, oh, what a catch! What a catch! The skipper diving away. It was missed time. He flew through the air like a red-up pigeon. It was a ripper. Well, pigeons don't fly that well, Bill, surely. <laughs> that was a brilliant catch of Pony. He would have been. All right, you heard enough there. It was a very long clip, but we got... Ricky Ponting is the man I want to talk about, not Bill Laurie or Mark Taylor, who are also Australian captains in there, um, but punter. Ponting... I want your punt captain that doesn't make the cut of your top two, three, five, however many you're doing. Who is your punt option this week? I mean, it's not punting as in tanking, which is a fantasy term used sometimes. This is just your one out of slightly left field um, that you think could go big this week. Well, I like to do that with my number three, to be honest with you, because I, okay. I like to lock in safer options at one and two. But um, So number three is going to be my pump play, and I'm going to go with someone we have not seen in the season proper yet. So it comes with its risk, and that's what the punt's about, isn't it? So I think so. You've got it. Well done. Rolling with Robert Franks. Now, although we haven't seen him in his new colours in the season proper, I feel like we got a bit of a stark reminder in the NBA games we saw over there, um, along with his final blitz game, where he um, posted a mega 30 points and 10 rebounds, if you don't mind, which did netted he him. Did he do that? Wow, he okay. did, 30 and 10. That was against the Hawks, 70 fantasy points. That was that final blitz game. And funnily enough, he plays the Hawks again this week as well. Um, do like that Adelaide kick it off with the two home games. Um, they got the Jackies, they got the Hawks. Um, now we know the Jackies, they can be restrictive. We highlighted it on, of course, this week's podcast. But if we look back, do a little bit of digging, look at his three matchups with them last season, there's nothing to worry about. It's okay. as consistent as you're going to get. He went 60, 61, and 60 were his three games against the Jackies. So Okay. Sounds like Ponting's nothing. batting average almost. Not bad. Nothing to worry about there. And then the Hawks, 70 in the preseason game, but again played them three times last season as well. 52, 65, and 45 in his three games there last season. So I just think, you know, no one's going to have owned him prior to this season. I wouldn't have thought if you know what you're doing. And Thanks, if you're thanks. after a unique 
to make up ground or maybe get ahead ahead of the pack. I really love the play. Nine um, percent ownership, two home games, elite numbers in his past matchups, and you could argue he's now surrounded by a better supporting squad at Adelaide as well. Well, I guess when you're looking at that supporting squad, and that is the question, it's like sometimes they pinch points from each other, right? So for someone like McCarran, we think that'll benefit him because he's got better players around, potentially more assists and whatnot. Um, we don't really know. We've got we've seen some of Frank's, I guess, um, with the Adelaide squad. DJ's a fitness test for this first game. Um, could be missing. Could be missing. Um, potentially not going at full fitness anyway, so maybe some sort of minutes restrictions there, which sort of bodes in the favour of Franks. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a destiny trade uh, that involves Robert Franks this week oh. that I would be, I could do, unless you're telling me that I've got a couple of other good captain options with your number one and number two this week. Well, hopefully that tempts you. Number two. Number two. All right. Sticking with what we know, again, I'm going with Derek Walton Jr., DeWalt. Um, Now, he wasn't as explosive as round one, but still had a more than solid 55. And the 31, the 31 in the the second game there, of course, was in the blowout win against United. Where um, I watched that game and it was almost as if he wasn't needed as much. Um, He wasn't an offensive threat. His assists were still up there. It was just missing those steal, uh, steals that he had the, the yeah. week before and the extra points as such in the actual game. But um, the Kings this week, they've got Cairns, they've got Brisbane, two of the more favourable matchups like available that. at the minute, you would think. So that's pretty juicy right there. Um, and I guess the guards last week. So Cairns, we just watched two nights ago. Cotton looked in second gear and put up a line of 24, 7 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um and the other game, Brisbane. Well, we just watched someone that probably was going under the radar and wasn't even scoring double-digit um, points in the points column, and that was um, Doyle uh, for Tassie. Um, went off with a, a 32.6 rebound and, and four-assist effort against Brisbane. So I think both these teams are very guard-friendly for the opposition at the minute, and, um, and I think like a, DeWalt yeah. is just elite in that sense of um, being able to take advantage. Still passed the eye test massively. Um, I'm planning on working at sign. He never leaves my fantasy team this season. I think he's that dominant in the point guard position. That's Jalen Adams. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling about him at the moment. Um, maybe a bit of news here for those who don't know. We are hearing concerned around Taj McCall. Obviously would be a defensive threat They're coming up against Cairns this week. Um, hearing that he's struggling with the hip and might uh, might miss a little bit of time. So um, mm. that is another thing that bodes well in the favour of DeWalt. Very highly owned. I think he's the fourth highest owned player. And uh, I think my Frank's trade is off the cards again now. That's good. I've got a captain option this week. That'll keep me happy, happy Banksy. But uh, I guess there's only one, number one. I'm not going to play the song again, but carry on with your number one. Don't, uh, you don't need to fix what's not broken, and we're going to stick with X. Uh, Xavier Cooks. Now, not Rath and Mays. Not Rath and Mays, no, not that X. So just when we um, – this is what I think. We, we didn't think we needed an auto – or we didn't have an auto captain pick this year, and I guess it's starting to feel like that already in round three. And I guess at least while we've got that stretch of doubles for the Kings, X is almost my auto captain. And 
Honestly, Benny, honestly, it just doesn't get any juicier than this. So we know the matchups from what we've just spoken around with DeWalt there. Plays cans at home. Get these scores last season for X. 83 Mm -hmm. and 79 Mm -hmm. in his last two against them. As I said, Cotton just annihilated them. Did as he pleased. Source in the game prior to that with Cairns. He went 18, 8 and 5. Yes, Alan Williams. (laughs) Even Creek, who has almost been out of sorts so far this season, he scored 27 in-game points against them there as well. So... I just don't know how you can not captain him. He's almost guaranteed to get the 25-plus points if that's what um, you know the go-to scorers are doing against Cairns already. And mm-hmm. we saw that X definitely has his rebound game back. Um, plays Brisbane, uh, went 65 and 62 against them in his two matchups last season. We just saw him play Brisbane, so we know what to expect there. They couldn't stop him. It was another 64-point outing with the Mm -hmm. double-double. Bounced back with those rebounds in good fashion, and um, that really didn't have an answer for him from what I saw. He was um, flying and passed the eye test, and no concerns with him playing them again. Um, It's just an absolute lock for me. The, The only flag this week is that no one listens to this podcast because it is just that damn simple, my end. I just wouldn't be able to sit down and enjoy these weeks or this week's round of games without knowing that I'm getting those double X points. I don't want that stress. I just think that um, X is going to give it to you again this week. Look, as as Xavier owners and we're sitting in the top five of the rankings, you know, we would have those kind of feelings. But um, look, I think Walton is still a a very, very good option. And um, which leads me to our final segment, which I'm trying to introduce, which is the Bradman. See, cricket. And he's our gone Bradman. Now I ask you, is he any good? We know that Xavier's very good. But is he a Bradman in the sense that 99.94% of all the fantasy coaches in the world need to be captaining him this week? I think we've got a couple of options where he's not at that Bradman status. I'm pretty happy with your number two and Fair three. Call. Despite Fair what call. you've just said as an owner. <laughs> yeah, DeWalt's definitely an option. I just think that um, for those bonus points with the double-double, I think we've got a better chance with X getting the yeah. double-double with the boards. Look, mate, that's I'm very happy with that as an ex-owner. The What excites me is you've got Pinder and Cooks, Baines and Cooks can be much what must watch basketball for this week. Um, sign up, guys, as a Patreon supporters. You can find all the links on Banks's beautiful website. Um, the Discord chat is really good accompaniment to our live scoring, which is getting a nice amount of views. That's a good way to take in the basketball game without uh, having to do some manual calculations on the on the app or something along those lines. So basketballblokes.com for the live scoring. Sign up as a Patreon. Follow us on Twitter. And Banksy will be behind the paywall next week. And uh, thank you to all our Patreon supporters for your support. Any final words? That's it. Enjoy. Good luck.